Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You just don't want to talk, really. I'm just about that action, boss. It's about that action with Wes Bryant and Patrick Ronan. I think handshakes are so stupid. These? With the NBA guys when they sit there and do six they, things. Before. They're a little outplayed. Especially for everything. I would never remember every handshake. I'm kind of with you, you know? If, like, you have a handshake with everyone, then what does that mean about the actual handshake you have with your boys? Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? Not really big. I just, don't know, I just think it's, it's very annoying. I'm with you. It's outplayed. <laughs> well, <laughs> Welcome. You, <laughs> you are inside of about that action. Week 10, ACC. Yes, sir. Uh, a lot going on. College football. Uh, BC, uh, not BCS. I always want to call it the BCS. Yeah. College football playoff rankings are out. I don't think we really need to be concerned about really is Clemson. Yeah. Uh, number four. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that. Uh, got some good, some monstrous matchups in the ACC this week. The Atlantic could possibly huge, be decided. Huge matchups. Uh, so. We got a lot of good stuff going on in the league this week. My Deeks played Notre Dame. Uh, I just thought I'd throw that in there. But also, uh, big battle in the coastal, uh, in the Atlantic as well. Yeah, two Titanic Clemson and matches. NC State. So, uh, some, some, some good stuff going on. So, let's get right into it. Uh, now, you know, quickly last week, marquee matchup. Uh, NC State and Notre Dame. Right. Uh, which I thought they had a chance to really go up there. I think we both, business. we both did, yeah. But uh, Notre Dame showed me that they are for real. Mm-hmm. They're worthy of their number three ranking. Yeah. And what I thought State may be able to slow them down with, they were not. And that was running the football. Right. So, um, you know, NC State got went up a little bit and got a little bit of a taste of the big time. What do you think about it? Uh, I mean, definitely disappointing if you're an NC State fan. Um I think, I mean, we said it last week, I thought they, this was the time they were going to get a, a marquee win um, and all that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't say this to bash State in any way, but I think it it showed that they might not quite be ready mm-hmm. for the legitimate powerhouses mm-hmm. of college football on that level. It's, it's levels um, to it. Right, in exactly. the words and they of were on, Yeah, and they were on the road, and it was mm-hmm. a little cold and rainy and kind of stuff like yeah. that. But, like, regardless, I mean, both teams had to play in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to come correct no matter where you're playing. But um, I, they just – they Notre Dame was a bad matchup, I think, once once they got out there. Uh, it, once they realized how – I mean, Josh Adams is a freak. Yeah. Like, that dude is a beast. Yeah. And I don't understand how he's not getting, like, any Heisman – like, he's not being talked about for Heisman outside of people in the Notre it's Dame starting, program. Though. It's, it's finally starting, starting but It's finally starting, though. It's finally cranked up. I mean, it, it, needs to be, it needs to be more. The mm-hmm. dude's a beast, and he's doing it against unbelievably good competition. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was just a buzzsaw for State. They couldn't uh, – they just couldn't get anything going, really. Um, it was tough, man. Even, like, you know State is off a little bit when Ryan Finley throws a pick. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was tough, man. I, I, I didn't – Learn a lot though, like like you said. I think I learned more about Notre Dame than I, I did about State. I just think with State, I think 
the the thing that they could not have happen happened. Yeah, they couldn't turn the ball over, which they know not to do. They right. did that, mm-hmm. but also the stopping the run was going to be their bread and butter because right. we know State's pass defense didn't hit no much towards the lower tiers of the league as far mm-hmm. as that goes. And we thought that hey, they could slow Notre Dame's run game down with that front four. And forced them to pass, and they weren't able to do that. Once Notre Dame was able to run the ball, all bets were off for yeah. NC State. All right, so, but that leads us into that victory got Notre Dame, I think, uh, into the top three yeah. uh, of the college football playoffs. But Clemson uh, is in there four, and I think they looked at Clemson's body work. And a lot of people have issues with Clemson's ranking. Uh, I heard today yeah. from a national pundit that uh, Clemson was living off of the ghost of Deshaun Watson. Uh, among other things. Even my mom uh, told me about somebody. She said a lot of people were taking umbrage. Oh. We try to do a little <laughs> education on the show. <laughs> taking umbrage to oh. Clemson's ranking. Okay. Um. Personally, I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't think they were going to be in there. Mm-hmm. But... Like I think, I think Clemson's one of the best four teams in the country. I think they are. Um, also, like if anyone's getting really upset about these rankings, like look yourself in the mirror and let yourself know it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. None of these rankings matter. Something mm-hmm. like the last three years of a college football playoff, uh, the first initial rankings of the twelve teams that have been in it, only five of them have actually made it. Yeah. So these are all just for fun, folks. They're for ratings. They're for clicks. They're for talking, like what we're yeah. doing right now. But um, no, I, I mean, Clemson's good though. Clemson's <laughs> good. Like Clemson is very, very good. And I think that the loss to Syracuse, I think, just like for some weird reason, just wiped away what everyone saw the first six weeks of the season, which everyone was saying, "Oh, they're better than they were last and year." How the, are they better? How are they better? And which surprisingly, it wasn't held against them because the committee said that. Clemson lost the game because their quarterback was out. Right. And Syracuse has helped them, too, because they've continued to play well and have yeah. continued to hang. Like, they haven't pulled any other big upsets, but they're not They're not getting blown out. And they're not – Syracuse has shown that they were – that they're a decent team. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you. It is, it is interesting to see what the committee takes – like, how they weigh things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, an interesting thing, also, Miami was back there all the way at number 10. Yeah. And they're undefeated. Wisconsin's also undefeated and was just above them at 9. Mm-hmm. So, um, interesting to see how the committee... You know, I like how they're doing it. I like that they're going off the eyeball test and your schedule. I do too. I, I, I felt with Miami, um, that's why at the beginning of the show, I said, really, the only thing we really need to focus on is Clemson mm-hmm. for now because I, I agree with what they did with Miami. Um, Miami know. has struggled a lot, uh, especially struggling with your Tar Heels this weekend. I don't think that... Congrats to the way to play hard, fellas. Yeah, I don't think that bowled well for Miami in their case of being a national power. Yeah. Um, and I think it shows kind of what we thought. Miami still needs a little bit of time before mm-hmm. they get back to big boy ball. Yeah. And if Miami is legit, we'll know it in two weeks. Because yes. they got Virginia Tech at home this week, and then they have Notre Dame at home next week. So if they can win this week, they're essentially setting up a pseudo-elimination yeah. game mm-hmm. uh, for who wants to make the playoffs. Because so, one loss for Miami, and they're done. Yeah. One loss, and they're done. They're not They're not a two-loss they're not too long. No, they're, not, they're not. They're not getting in with one loss. No, I don't think they are. No, so unless that one loss came to Notre Dame and it was close, super and then close, they run and then the they table. beat Clemson or something like that. Yeah, then then we'll have a different conversation. But um, we'll see with Miami. We'll know. We'll know in two weeks if they're legit or not. Okay. So um, and then, like I said, so Clemson sitting there for it. Now their schedule, when you look at it, because 
they beat three top 15 teams at the time. Right. Uh, and now when you look at Louisville now, who's just, you know, in shambles. Yeah. Um, Auburn's, you know, still pretty solid. Um, and then Virginia Tech, who is still chugging along. Right. So I thought it was interesting, too. But I like, like I said, what the committee's doing as far as they're really looking at these teams. They're really taking real things into consideration. Right. And instead of just saying, oh, you won. You won all your games, so you should be here. You won yeah. all your games. They said, no. Your schedule, whatever. Now Alabama, they're they're living a bit off reputation as far as their ranking. Right. If people are gonna um, get mad at the Clemson, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, Bama's mm-hmm. been doing that for quite some time, and now they earned it. They've fully earned it. Um, but you know that that happens in college football. Notre Dame's been making bowl games since I was two years old. That they shouldn't be in, but yeah. Notre Dame is Notre Dame. <laughs> so they go because they're gonna sell tickets. You know. Now, one thing I will say. Uh, now, we have to before we – this because when we talk about Alabama, I would be remiss to not think about the Florida State Seminoles, who are pretty much done for the year. Right. Uh, they oh, got they are, mopped. They are so dumb. They got mopped by Boston College. <laughs> it got destroyed. I mean, 35-3. It was ugly. Too. Yeah, it was it bad. It was ugly. It was bad. Really ugly. And, uh, I mean, the thing I keep thinking about is not that I would think that – they would be this bad with Francois. But I just really wonder how much better they would be. I, I've been thinking of the same thing because everyone's like, oh, well, as soon as Francois went down, their season was over. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But, like, there have been other really good teams that lost their starting quarterback. But, like, they have everybody else, mm-hmm. you know? Like, they still have everyone else, and they're still decent or mm-hmm. they're good or above average. But, like, Florida State's terrible. Yeah. They're absolutely and awful. And, and, I, and I look at attributes more than anything as – you have one speed receiver, and he's been okay this year. He's been decent. Mm-hmm. But the other receivers are possession guys. Right. Offensive line still has issues. They can't run A block. A lot of issues. They can't. They cannot. Uh, they have issues with in pass protection still. So, you know, a lot of the issues that are there, I think, still will be there with Francois. And yeah. I don't know. I think Francois is a good quarterback, but I don't think he's a difference maker to where he can overcome all obstacles and get a team. Right. If you were going to try to convince us that, like, Florida State would still be in the running had they had Francois on get out of here. No way. Like, there's no way he's that big of a difference maker on their team. There's just no way. There's just no way. But let let me ask you this, though. The interesting team to me is Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. If Virginia Tech wins this weekend against Miami mm-hmm. and then wins out and beats, say, Clemson mm-hmm. in the AC Championship game, can Virginia Tech make the playoff? I, if they win out and win the AC they win out and they get a rematch perhaps. with Clemson and win, perhaps can they get in? But the thing with Virginia Tech is, I don't. I, I personally don't want to see them. In I the don't either. That'd be one of the most boring. <laughs> It'd be so. Boring I think that. Oh, I don't want to see them in the college football playoffs. I think that they are a team that, you know, they're they're another one that's a year away, okay. so to speak. Um, because, and I say that because after what I saw happen, um, after what I saw happen against Clemson, I was right. just like, okay, these, these guys aren't quite uh, ready for that. But uh, yeah. in Vir- it would be classic Virginia Tech fashion, though. Like, if they see you twice, it's going to be super hard to dominate them the way Clemson did the first time, the second time around. Like, you'd think Bud Foster's going to bring some, something different. You'd think that Fuente's going to dial something up. 
I don't know. I feel like if they play them again, which I don't want them to play Clemson again either. Honestly, I want Miami Clemson because that would just be, in my opinion, that would just be a a, a lot more fun of a title game. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I think if they if Virginia Tech gets back there, I think they give Clemson a much tougher game than they did the first time. So the, my problem with Virginia Tech that I thought coming into the Clemson game is that their offense is kind of gimmicky. Mm-hmm. Um, when Josh Jackson, he's having a phenomenal freshman year, yeah. but some of the touchdowns he throws, you know, when you're hiking the ball, running up to the line, you know, throwing a T-bow. They did that against East Carolina. They threw a T-bow pass on for a long touchdown. Yeah. Or you catch it. You know, they do a lot of RPO stuff. Right. That's kind of gimmicking. I think sometimes if you make Josh Jackson have to sit in the pocket and make plays, then you put him under duress. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they're the same football team. And the thing with Virginia tickets too, their running game hasn't been yeah. uh, quite what it's been in the past. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing to me where they need a difference maker in the backfield. I mean, you're talking about, you know, they're, they're fifth in the league in rushing. They're averaging about four yards per carry. Yeah. So, um, that's that's my thing with them as far as getting to the playoffs is that I don't see the explosion from them on offense when they go up against you know some of the best defenses that there is to offer. Right. I think they I like Cam Phillips um, and the kids Savoy is really mm-hmm. coming on for Very them. Good, yeah. But I just don't know you know like I said if they play an elite defense can they make the play because we've seen what an elite defense can do to them. Right. And what Clemson did. Right. So, um, now I do know, like I said, that they said the game plan that Clemson half of them was something they weren't expecting. Right. Like, Clemson didn't even give them, like, they didn't bring the house, yeah. they didn't rush, they didn't blitz, any of that stuff. And so, that lends to your like, argument right. that if they played again, maybe it would be a little bit different. Yeah. Honestly, though, that kinda, I kind of forgot about that until you said it now, and that almost makes me think that if they played them again, maybe it wouldn't be different because they didn't even bring... Like, they didn't bring the goons the first time. Like, they they did not bring them. They were like, all right, sit back, make Josh Jackson, like you said, turn more into a traditional passer, and let's see what this kid's got. I don't know. If you unleash those dogs on him, he might be in some big-time trouble. Statement game for Clemson this weekend? Very much statement game. I think so. I think it's a big-time statement game for Clemson this weekend. Um, I thought this past weekend was somewhat of a statement game, and I think they brought what people wanted to see. Um, the twenty four ten final was not in Georgia Tech offense has no effect on Clemson. Yeah, no. I was floored. Like None. they couldn't even Nothing. cross the line of scrimmage Nothing. barely. Yeah. Like they <laughs> that twenty four to ten score was not indicative at all of how much of a domination that game was. Like it was that was a trash there's a trash touchdown at the end. And there's something like they gave up like two hundred and thirty total yards to Georgia Tech. Yeah. Sixty six of those yards came on the first quarter field goal drive. 79 of those yards came on the trash touchdown drive at the end of the game. The 11 drives in between, 85 total yards on 11 drives. Like, that's out. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. That's almost three and out every single time, picking up, like, six, seven yards a drive. So like, that. that's wild. So, I saw exactly what I think we wanted to see from Clemson, and that was that their defense needed to reassert themselves as, like, as the best unit mm-hmm. in the country, which they are. Mm-hmm. Their defense is better than any offense in the country, in my opinion. Poor Taquan Marshall, boy. Ooh. He looked like a rag doll yeah. out there against them. <laughs> that was the JV. T- he looked like when they pulled the JV quarterback up to the, the varsity practice, and they're like, all right, you run the offense and let our defense one get after you. That's kind of what, what, kind of what Marshall is. This, is this a – do we – Will the two divisions be decided this weekend? I, I believe that is also. Okay. I think that's also true. So I think, I think we that's... know we know what the ACC championship game is after this weekend. 
Okay. In my opinion, because whoever wins, I don't see them losing again. Like if Miami wins, they're almost a lock. Yeah, they're right. They're scared just light. Their schedule's uh, super no, you easy said though. Miami? Yeah, because they have Notre Dame. Yeah, they, they got Notre Dame. But, that, but as far as conference, yeah. Because so yeah, Virginia's they really starting to fall to the wayside. Right. They're regressing yeah. to the means. Virginia's, so to Virginia's falling off real hard. Um, I think, yeah, if Miami wins, I don't see anyone beating them. If Virginia Tech wins, I don't see anyone beating them either. Um, if State wins, obviously that's done deal. If State wins, the Atlantic is a wrap. Um, and likewise, if Clemson wins, I, I don't see anyone knocking Clemson off either. So I think after this weekend, we know. We know who's playing here in Charlotte and the preview. Let the preview begin because I think the last couple weeks of the season are just going to be a formality. I mean, the textile bowl is going to be very much. I'll just forget it's the textile bowl. I don't know why it makes you laugh. The textile bowl. It does. Well, I don't know why it makes you laugh, but it does. So this is this is going to be, like I said, a tremendous atmosphere for State. And yeah. State kind of gets a second chance. And uh-huh. I think that they'll come into this game really ready because they already got a taste of primetime last week. And so they will be – I think they kind of be, like, thankful because I think they look at last week as, okay, we got a chance, but this is not necessarily a mulligan. But I, I think they look at it and say, okay – we still got everything in front of us. Right, right. Like, it's easier to play in a big-time game like this when the week before you went to Notre Dame and played a top-ten a top Notre Dame team and you experienced what it's like to be in a huge game with so much on the line, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think if you're Dave Doran, you're probably – your goal had to have been win the ACC, not get to the college football playoff. Now, I know. So I think, you're, I think you're, your message stays the same. Like, yeah, we lost last week. We might have dropped back out. We can't make the playoff now. But our main goal of winning the Atlantic and getting to the championship game is still right there in front of you. Like, you win this game and you're in. Now, the eight, for ACC fans, I know they probably don't want to see State because if State no. wins out, they will not get into the college the football playoffs. The will ACC not, will, the ACC not will not get in be in the college country. football yeah, playoffs. I'm, I'm with you. So that's the interesting part of this game. Uh-huh. Um, but like I said, this is another chance for State. But uh, for Clemson, how did you think Kelly Bryant looked last week? Because I thought he looked good. I did too. But then I've heard opinions from others where they thought he still did not look like himself. All right. The Kelly Bryant stuff to me is, I mean, that's what we do to these kids, I guess, is, you know, we scrutinize them to the Mm -hmm. umpteenth degree and whatever, whatever. But I think the kid gets incredibly unfairly judged to the guy that was playing quarterback last year. Like, he's not Deshaun Watson. Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson is gone. You do not get Deshaun Watson's every four years. That is a once-in-a-generation type of player. Like, you just don't get that. I thought he looked good. I mean, considering what he was coming off of with the ankle, with the concussion, um, you know, it was a rainy game, so I was kind of worried of, you know, like, was the rain going to affect whatever. I thought he looked good. He looked yeah. comfortable to me. When he ran, he didn't seem to be uh, favoring the That's apple or anything thought. at all. Like he looked, he looked fine. I mean, I if you would have, if you would have just dropped me into that game and not given me any context or backstory of what their season has been to this point, I would have told you Kelly Bryant was fully healthy and looked looked like Week One Kelly Bryant. Yeah, I thought I thought he looked good too. Um, he hit passes when he needed to, mm-hmm. but like I said, I heard from others they were like, "Oh, you know, he looked to me like he was 80 percent," and I was like, you know. I think he looks good enough to carry him, and I think he showed uh, that he's an MVP caliber guy. If that's him at 75%, 80%, Clemson's got to be ecstatic. 
Because because, because I also he, that's seventy five eighty, and you're going to get him at a hundred for a game. Then yeah. I mean, you're not losing that game. Because I also heard the thing they were saying that you know, especially with the rain, they were saying that they felt like that he was, you know, kind of hesitant because of that and right. not wanting to injure right. himself. But it, 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 that didn't come off to me though. That didn't yeah. come off to me. I mean, he seemed fine when he was when he was running. It didn't seem like he was. Uh, didn't seem like he was being cautious or, you know, he wasn't trying to get down early or any of that kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of seemed like normal business to me. Uh-huh. But uh, let me readdress. Let me get. Let me go backtrack in, okay. in a second here. Okay. We said that if, sure. if State wins, there's no chance for the AC to get in. Yeah. So State, let's, let's just do it. We're going just all the hypotheticals here because mm-hmm. it's hypothetical season. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of time of the year. State wins. Miami wins in convincing fashion over Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Then Miami beats Notre Dame mm-hmm. to knock them out of the race. Then beats State, who's to say, let's say they're up to like the low teens in the rankings, like, you know, 13, and maybe even 12 or 11 in the ACC championship game. Does Miami have a shot? Oh, for sure. Miami, if they win out, they're getting in. You think if they go 12 and 0, right. right. my thing is, I don't think they right. will. Okay. Okay. But if they. Take care of right. business. You're they're getting in. A, you're not leaving a 12 to Miami. Yeah, team. they're getting All in. The for sure. Yeah, no question. Right. 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 And they would have the resume as well because then you will have beaten then you will have beaten um Notre Dame. And then you would have beaten um NC State right. in the championship. Right. Um, Tech, Notre Dame, Michigan and Virginia State Tech. Yeah, three wins in the last five weeks of the year is pretty darn impressive. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. And you yeah. know how the voters—they're all about what they what they last saw, right? And so, if you come out and put on a strong performance against an NC State team who beat a Clemson, who, like I said, but the the big one for them is Notre Dame. Yeah, you knock off Notre Dame at number three, uh, and then. You know, like you said, so if they take care of business, yeah, there's no But question. how far, okay, so how far does that, every time we talk one, I think of another one. Yeah, so, okay, I like how, it. Okay, so so how far does the eye test with Miami go? Say they mm. say they win this weekend, but it's another, like, they grind out a win against Virginia Tech. Then they grind out a win against Notre Dame. And oh, then they, it doesn't matter. And then they grind out a win in the AC Championship yeah, game. And matter. they don't get those wins that we're looking for by, like, 14 plus. No. Do they still get in? I think you win those games. It doesn't matter. Okay, it, it doesn't matter how you. I'm, win. I'm kind of with you. I think at a certain. Yeah. I think they've gotten to the point in their season where like they've lost the whole. You should be winning by more because now they're playing good. And then teams that would also put their win wins. streak at what three games, four games, about sixteen games. Yeah. That would put that win streak at. They're at what, because 12? they already have the nation's right longest now. winning streak. Twelve. So that would put them at yeah. like sixteen victories. In, yeah, 16. So how can you leave the team out who's finished this strong yeah. and on a sixteen game winning streak? You you'd like to see how they stack up against the best teams in right. the country. Right. So how could you leave them out? I'm with you. There's no question. I'm with you. All so right. um, yeah, but as far as now, you asked me the eyeball test. What I see. I like Miami, but I just wonder. That's another offense. I wonder if they play an elite defense. What does that look like? And I think we'll get our first taste of that this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Malik Rozier has been good. He's taking care of the football. But uh, when you look at the completion percentage uh, on him, you're talking. Where is he He's got to be down there in completion percentage because he puts up some big numbers, but his he's consistently under fifty percent on his like this this weekend against UNC. I think he threw for like three forty and three touchdowns, but he was like sixteen for thirty eight. Yeah, 
So like his his percentage is not that great. He's not terribly accurate. But but they they hit enough big plays where you'll look at his stat line and just see yards and touchdowns and think that he's balling out. Yeah, Miami. But it's not really it's not really what it looks looks they, like on paper. They they do really well with chunk plays. Right. That's the thing. Like that's how but they, they, far, they only won the game against UNC this weekend because of like three plays. Yeah, he's a fifty seven percent pass. So that's honestly better than I thought it was. So now you. <laughs> So now you're talking about you rely on the big play. Right. And so um, mm, that's the interesting thing about Miami because you lose a Mark Walton, who's a veteran leader. Travis Homer has been good. good. Very good. But But he's no Mark Walton. Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't have that that vision that a Walton has. And that's the thing about Miami is that Amon Richards has definitely – uh, the injuries have slowed him down tremendously. Yeah, man. Talk about a disappointing year. Yeah, he, that guy was a beast. Yeah, last no, year. he's got a chance to, to a wake beast. up and show yeah. up in these next few games. They need him badly. Yeah, so uh, you talk about just as far as the eyeball test, they're not impressive to look at at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. Even that defense, um, they are still a defense that I think. Um, they're pretty good, but they're not as dominant as I expected them to be this right. year. Um, right. They just aren't. When you talk in total defense in the league, they're eighth. Uh, when you talk scoring defense, though, they are number three, but they do give up a heck of a lot of yards. Now, college football, you know, it's going to be tough to, to, to stop people, but, I mean, they're 11th against the rush. And so – uh, and sixth against the pass. And that's in the ACC. Yes. And I expected a lot more out of a defense that has a Joe Jackson, a Shaquille Quarterman, oh, yeah. and well, those, those backers and those guys. Oh, I expected a lot more because to too. me, they have one of the better front sevens, not just in the ACC, but in the country to start the year. So yeah. I expected more out of those guys. I'm, I'm with you. I did too. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, like I said, these games this weekend are huge. It's coming down the stretch. They're big. So we're going to see uh, how it's going to turn out. Uh, other games in the league this weekend, Syracuse, Florida State. I mean, you know, we'll get to that in the picks <laughs> in a second. Uh, my Deeks travel up to Notre Dame. The only thing I will say that's going to be interesting about this game this weekend is my Deeks come off of dismantling <laughs> Louisville this weekend. Uh, but one thing I will say that's going to be interesting. Let's pause for a quick second just so I can – Give some love to the Deeks for that win. You, want, you wanted one. <laughs> and I've been calling it all year. You've been calling it all year. And I you, wavered a little bit, wavered, but I came back. You wavered a lot, but then you came I back came and back, the Deeks baby. rewarded you for they it. Did. And I loved it. Yeah. I was checking the score yeah. and smiling every I time. I was in the building. Knowing that you and your mom were going ham. That's right. <laughs> we're going so, ham for that. So you got the thing that's going to be interesting about that game, I think, can give Notre Dame some trouble is we know Wake is one of the top teams in the country in tackle for loss. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame is one of the top rushing teams in the country. Right. The key is going to be first down in that game because states, Wake Forest's defense is markedly better than states uh, because when you talk about uh, state doesn't have they're a good pass defense. Yeah, they're more complete defense than states. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, Wake, you're talking fifth in the league in scoring defense, total defense, um, they're number nine. But pass defense, or you're talking, and especially more importantly, uh, pass efficiency defense, Wake is fourth. Uh, and like I said, NC State, they're down at 11. Right. So I think the thing is, now Jesse Bates is out this week. That's going to be a loss for the Deeks. But and Wake's second day. And Dorch. Yeah, Wake, Wake is one of the best, uh, has one of the best second days in the league. So I say that to say, if they can keep Miami behind, I mean, if they can keep uh, Notre Dame behind schedule, 
they could make they could make this game ugly. Okay. They really could. They can make All it right. ugly. Now for Wake, the the thing for me is gonna be their game plan. They have to be as aggressive as they were against Louisville. Yeah, I'm with I've you. never seen them throw the ball so much, so deep, and be so aggressive as they were against uh Louisville. Yeah. And so they need to do the same thing. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, even Not though Deutsch is missing, Tabari Hines is a fly. guy who has a similar skill set. Right. He can do a lot of the same things. So I think it's a next man up mentality. Okay. And I think with them coming off of the passing game that they had against Louisville. It's a big next man to fill, though. It's a big next man to fill. But Tabari Hines really is a very similar player. Okay. And I think the fact that he kind of got his shine stolen a little bit by Deutsch. I would say I more than a little. Yeah. There's no shine left. Now there's no shine he's, left. That he's do, that he's doing that now that he has an opportunity to to uh, kind of regain some of his thunder right. that he had. Right. Because he was supposed to be the guy. Yeah. So we're not gonna spend too much time talking about Tabari Hines on that stuff. We don't want to bore you guys. But uh, But if we're going to, if yeah. we're all on the wake topic, let's go ahead and do boss of the week because Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming you're taking one of the two of your guys. Who'd yeah, you I'm gonna go with Dorch four receiving touchdowns. And he was just spectacular in the game. Not to mention, you get boss of the week because you play the rest of the game with a torn abdomen yeah. in which nobody knew what was going on until <laughs> after the game. It was announced that right. you were out for the season uh, with the with the abdomen That man, that man ruptured one of his intendons or, so, or intent, intestines or some, yeah. something oh, like that. Oh, that's what it was. It was, something, it was like a yeah. ruptured intestine. And he scored two more touchdowns after the ruptured after the ruptured intestine, two more touchdowns. Um, unbelievable. I'm with you. For the sake of uh, just spreading the love here a little bit, I will give uh, I will give your man John Walford my boss of the week since you went with Dorch. Walford had the game of his career, threw for like 460 yards, yeah. five touchdowns, ran for a sixth touchdown. Um, he was the first wake player. To uh to throw for 400 yards in 19 years and good for him first wave player good, so for, good him. for him right he's he's got something to take away yeah he's been a battle tested dude yeah he's kind of had a grind it out yes. you know maybe not quite what he hoped it would be college career so um yeah I was happy to see uh John Walford have a have a big day so uh, I'll give him my boss of the week okay all right well let's go picks for the week uh Syracuse Florida State that's Florida State uh get. <laughs> Their third win of the season. Nope. No. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> no, so either. No, Keese is going to go in there and win. They're, I think so. Uh, I think Keese goes in and wins. Smell the blood in the water. Yeah, they do. Like they're all looking. All these like, and this no disrespect to the Boston Colleges, the Syracuse's, whatever of the world. All of these, you know, middle ground ACC programs are looking at Big Bad Florida State, and even though the record might be terrible, the name's the same and the logo's the same and. It, that's a that's a big win to get those wins. So I think these guys are looking at it, and like you said, they smell the blood in the water, and they're getting their guys hyped to go down there. So uh, I'm taking Cuse with a little a little bit. Is it really an upset anymore? No. Like they're favored, no. Florida State's favored, but yeah. is it really an upset? Like no. I don't think it is. But I'm taking Syracuse. Who you got? All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Syracuse as well. Um, man. I really want to go back and I, I like Jimbo so much. I just really want to say that he can rally the troops at home to get a win, but I don't know if he can. I just don't know if he has the horses I don't to do think, it. The injuries have decimated yeah, him as well. And, and I don't know thing. if they have the. I don't know if there's any pride left down there. To be honest, I, I think I think pride is there, but I just think man, they just outmen on offense. That offense is just too much, and then that defense they they give up big plays. Yeah. And, 
they just don't have an offense to recover. Mm-hmm. Syracuse is going to make some plays. Yeah, they just don't seem focused. Yeah. That's uh, Georgia Tech, Virginia. Virginia is reeling. They Great are time. at home uh, against Georgia Tech, who was battered and bruised after what happened. Uh, this is a tough one to pick. But I'm going to go with who's been the better team all year. Uh, I bet Paul Johnson worked them pretty good this week. I'm going to go with Georgia Tech, man. I think Virginia, I think the losing uh, continues. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to go Georgia Tech as well. Um, it's very, very, very rare that you get Georgia Tech's triple option to be stuck in the mud two weeks in a row. Uh, there has been a little bit of locker room, or a little, excuse me, not locker room talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm, at, I'm at bulletin board material. Yeah. You see where I got kind of yeah. those two worlds uh-huh. collide there. Where uh, I think it's something like Bronco Mendenhall said that he lives to stop the triple option. He said something like that. And then someone asked Paul Johnson what he thought about Bronco Mendenhall saying that. He said, well, we live to beat four and three teams or something like that. So there's a little bit of, ch- a little bit of chatter. I like when I saw Paul Johnson, I said, all right, PG. Yeah. Right, PJ. I said, they're get trying, at him. They're trying to PJ, add a little at sauce. At all right. Yeah, so I'm going uh, George Day. Wake Notre Dame. Uh, I'm going to go with Notre Dame. I think it could be closer than people think it would be, though. I'm going to go Notre Dame as well. Are you going Notre Dame big or small? Small at first, big in the end. <laughs> so big. <laughs> uh, big in the end. Big yeah. In the end. All right. So the two matchups that we got, I think yep. we pretty much tipped our hand. Yeah, we've, uh, for we've kind of we've kind of uh, we've kind of talked about each team individually. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, look, we'll, we'll start with uh, let's start with Virginia Tech Miami. Who are you going with? I'm going with the Canes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Canes at home. I think they continue the, the close victories. Uh, okay. But I think I think they beat Virginia Tech. I okay. think uh, Miami's just kind of maybe not necessarily a team of destiny, but I just think that uh, you know at home they've been you know pretty magic, and then I, and I, I feel like it's their season in a way because mm-hmm. you know you beat a Florida State, you've been winning all these close games, you break the losing streak against the No. Right. So you know I'm gonna go with Miami to keep it going, and I picked them to win the Atlantic, so they got to win this game if I'm gonna be right. There you go. I like and that. the Coastal. I'm you sorry. Got, you got to come back to the yeah yeah the, yeah okay. original preseason. Pick. I like that. So uh, I have been struggling with this one. Um, part of me thinks Virginia Tech's gonna win just because mm-hmm. I feel like they're the team that is more ready for a big game like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but my heart wants Miami to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, like I said, I do not want to see Virginia Tech Clemson uh, again in the AC Championship. We had it last year. We had it earlier this year. I just don't need that. Don't need that for a third time in, in one calendar year. So um, I'm gonna go with Miami. Okay. Uh, just because I want to see them win, yeah. and I'd rather be wrong. Uh, I, I I don't want to be right and be unhappy with Virginia Tech. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. go Miami. Kind of riding your vibes a little bit. I think okay. they just, I don't know, they find a way somehow, something, some weird fumble, some weird okay. tip pass catch. I don't, something's going to happen. I'm going with Miami by four. All right. Clemson and NC State. I like the Tigers. I think this one is going to be a dog fight. Yeah. Raleigh's going to be Liddy City. Yes. Uh, I think this on, is going to be a dog fight. On Saturday afternoon. Got to be a little disappointed if you're a Raleigh, if you're a Raleigh resident or an NC State fan that that game's not going to be under the lights. Yeah, um, I'd be a little bummed if I were those guys. Um, a little less time in the old gravel parking lot to tailgate yeah. for, the state, <laughs> for the state fans. Yeah, um, but I am going with the Tigers as well. Uh, I just think that they uh, you you catch them sleeping one time a season at most, mm-hmm. and they already had that. 
they're lo- I think they're ready. I think they're locked in. I think Dabo. I think Dabo, Dabo said that they're starting to get that mentality. Yeah, I think mean. he sees it. I think he knows um, his guys have it. I think he's he's done a good job, I'm sure, of using the loss as motivation, as teaching moment. Um, so I think Clemson gets the win, but I, I'm with you. I think it's a dog fight. I think it's I think it is a game in the fourth quarter for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see what Clemson can do offensively against NC State. But um, I'm going with Clemson as well. But I'm with you. I think it's a dog fight. All right, so there it is. Clemson, uh, Miami looks like it's going to be the winners, and it looks like probably going to be some uh, your ACC championship matchup. But before we get out of here, I know you're a baseball man. Game seven tonight. Little Dodgers, a little bit of Houston. I'm going to go with H-Town and bring it home. I I, I really don't have a dog fight. I'm I'm fine with either team winning. And I have been watching a good bit of playoff baseball. But I like – I mean, I think Houston finds a way to go in and get. I think they're gonna dig down, man, for the city. Yeah. I think they're gonna <laughs> think about those people in the flood, man. I think yeah. they're gonna get it done. Yeah. But now you are much I, more knowledgeable baseball man. But we know this is like they've been saying. A Rod's been calling it a Goliath versus uh, Goliath. Matchup. It is. No, it's definitely these are the two best teams. And and wait, now these are the two best. teams. I did hear the stat that Game Sevens are a split in the World Series Ooh, right down the middle. Nineteen nineteen. I think they. I split. know that the National League is one of the last. Three, yeah, including my Chicago Cubs, the 2016 World Series. But uh, it's an interesting matchup. Houston, um, the Dodgers have the better bullpen, but uh, and Houston has the better starters. Yeah. But is that I means Game Seven? So it's it's Johnny Holstaff, as yeah. my high school baseball coach like to say, yeah. which means everyone who has an arm is ready to throw. Yeah. Um, I am gonna go with Houston as well. Um, just because I'd like to see them win more. They're, they're a fun team. And the, the Dodgers are too. This is no, no hating on the Dodgers because they knocked my Cubs out. They, yeah. they beat us fair and square. Yeah. They brought the, they brought better baseball to the field. But, um, I'm going with Houston because they are kind of like the Cubs of the, of the American League. Like, they're not as old as we are, but they're just, they've just lost for forever. And and us and the Astros, they used to be in the Cubs division yeah. in the NL Central before they yeah. moved to the AL. We were the laughing stock of yeah. the division, us and the Astros. Now we rise up. We get one this year. The Astros get one. Or last year, the Astros get one this year. And Sports Illustrated was right. And Sports Illustrated was right. And I also have a, a good buddy, Colin McIntosh, who is a huge Astros fan. He is as big as an Astros fan as I am a Cubs fan. So um, I am going with the Astros for my man C-Mac. To, uh, so he can uh, celebrate a little bit tonight. All right, there it is, guys. Week 10, uh, about that action in the books. Enjoy the games this weekend. Enjoy uh, Game 7, and uh, we'll be back at you next week. Be nice to people. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.